Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Association Funds. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Ball to strike away. Here he comes. Cave, a fly ball to right field over his Carroll. He's got it. And the Arizona Diamondbacks are headed to the World Series. The Diamondbacks have won the National League pennant. And the Fall Classic will return to the desert for the first time in 22 years. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great estate of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a wide-open Wednesday here, folks, where we're going to talk about everything in the sports world that you want to talk about. And, of course, you can get on the conversation pretty easily at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback, after me on Twitter, at Neighbors. And today, going to have a loaded show for you because there's a lot of things to talk about in the sports world. And going to have Pat Bradley, thanks to Motorsports Authority, in the 2 o'clock hour. Going to have Andrew Hutchison of Best of Arkansas Sports in the 3 o'clock hour. And we're going to have some giveaways that will keep you uh, updated on some of the details from that. And uh, we'll talk a little football, a little basketball, a little baseball, pretty much everything. But that's at that time of year, and it's so cool to see that the uh, World Series is finally set, just like everyone predicted before the season started. And the overwhelming favorites to be in the World Series, the Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks, which uh, Diamondbacks take care of business last night, as you heard there in the intro, over the Philadelphia Phillies. And uh, we talk about teams and you know who you want to see in there, or who you want to root for, or you know, maybe you have a vetting interest, but uh, to see teams, I think that uh, I saw this morning that had the I think it was the Rangers that had a once 175 to one odds of getting to the World Series, and maybe it was the uh, Diamondbacks are 50 to one, something to that extent. But pretty rare and pretty tough, and the fact that both of these teams are heading to the World Series is a, as I think it's a pretty cool thing. I like newness, I like new teams, I like some mixing it up, especially in Major League Baseball, and. I think that we definitely got that with the Rangers and Diamondbacks being the two teams in it. And talking about all the sports going on right now, those two metro areas in Phoenix and Dallas, they have all all four sports going on, all four major sports in football, basketball, baseball, and hockey. And uh, that was kind of a thought, you know, thinking about the Philadelphia fans and, and how passionate they are that they would have had all four going on. But these two areas, they do have all four going on right now. See, that's just a really cool like thing where if you're living in one of those cities and uh, you're a big sports fan, it's almost like it's overload a little bit where it's like you don't know. You have so much going on. It's hard to keep up with it. But uh, if you're in the Phoenix area or if you're in the Dallas area, uh, of course, you got all the sports happening. But right now, I'm sure uh, one of the more important ones is the fact that you're in the World Series and you have a chance to bring a title to your town and so I know it's been a while for uh, the Rangers, and it's been a while for both the Diamondbacks. So if either one of those teams take care of business and win it, it's going to be a, a really cool moment for those fan bases. And uh, I don't know. I saw people like yesterday on social media. I think it was the guy, uh, Stephen Godfrey, 
was uh, who, who does a lot of sports writing and everything. He's just like, oh, this is terrible because this is not what anybody wants to see in Major League Baseball. They don't want they don't want to see these teams that nobody cares about from small mar- smaller markets or smaller teams and everything. I was like, you know what? I don't know what the television ratings are going to look like for this, but. I think it's pretty cool, and I think the there's a lot of baseball fans out there that may be excited to see not the Dodgers and not the Astros in the World Series, and, and you know maybe they're a team that's easy to root for or whatever it is. But it's the same conversation we have with baseball every year, where baseball has become more of a regional sport. But as they do let these players show more of their personality, and they do they are taking away some of those traditions of baseball. They have speeded up the game. You see more celebrations, but then you see that. Players and and managers, teams all together, they want to try to still implement some of those traditions. And you see players getting hit because they are celebrating too much. But as we start to move a little farther away from that, then uh, maybe baseball isn't such a regional sport. But it's that same conversation we have every year. We're not talking about the big markets. It is, you know, more regionalized. And even when you're talking about the big markets, it's like people outside of that for baseball for some reason – don't seem to care as much and uh, that's just an issue that baseball is having and it's something that they need to look within to try to solve because you see the NFL they are uh, you know nationwide the biggest sport but even trying to be global NBA Mm -hmm. is global baseball needs to be global because they have players international players from all over the world on baseball teams oh yeah and uh, I mean I I don't know the percentages of it but it's overwhelming the amount of players that uh, come from all the different countries across the world. And uh, I think that baseball and Rob Manfred, or, you know, whatever it is, they've done a good job of doing some things to uh, draw a lot more attention because I think after the regular season ended, the uh, television ratings and the attendance were up for baseball compared to what it was a year ago, somewhat significantly. So things that they are doing are working to get more people to pay attention to it. But I'm with you as far as the, the showcasing of personalities and the and and the fun and the celebrations, but also the uh, you know the emotions that can come along with it too, and of course showcasing your stars, guys that you can put faces to. Uh, I think that is what's going to really help the sport because that was one thing I never understood. You know, in football, like you know, there's so many you know, players that you know, I could probably see out and about in public or whatnot that I wouldn't even know they played in the NFL just because you know every time you see them they got the helmets on. You don't get to see them very often. And, you know, in basketball, that might be the best one because unless they're you know, wearing a headband or like a mask like Rip Hamilton used to wear, you know, it's like you got to see their faces so much more. And baseball, yeah, they have caps on, but it's like, man, you, you got the people's faces. Like, people should be able to identify that person's face by how you know, much they see it and when they watch TV and everything. So showcase that and, and put that out. Put, that, put Shohei Otani's face on any and everything you possibly can. Same thing with Bryce Harper. Same thing with Mike Trout. Just... All these guys just keep putting it out there. And, you know, I think people will come along with it. But I think it's still, it's getting better. It's getting more fun. I think it's drawing in a lot more. But they still have work to do. But uh, at the end of the day, it's still, it's still about winning. And these two teams, which I thought it was so funny how a year or two years ago, both the Diamondbacks and the Rangers combined for 212 losses. Two years ago. And now look at them playing in the World Series, both as wild card teams. It's a nice turnaround. And that's kind of the optimism that you have as an organization as a fan base that your team can get it turned around and it it does take a lot of hard work in baseball because you're talking about drafting young players going through the farm system and allowing them some time to grow before you can even see those results on the major league level a lot of times yeah baseball to me also is just the most random one when it comes to like teams that you may not be picking or you may not expect them to be good and they have these one year or so like how many times have we seen teams like just in over the past 15 20 years like i remember when the like the white Sox won a world series you know just i felt like oh that was just kind of random out of the blue but they won one one year same thing with the marlins and uh you know teams that just do that on occasion and come out of the woodwork and everyone's like oh yeah like this team came out but then for whatever reason they didn't keep it going maybe they got gutted you know there's a lot of different reasons behind it but i feel like baseball does that almost more so than anybody where you have these Random teams just get good, get hot at the right times, get into the playoffs, and do the best thing that they can because that's what these two teams. So either way, either one of these teams, whether it's the Rangers or the Diamondbacks, it's going to be a new one, but it's also going to be one that they overcame tremendous odds before the season even started. The Rangers, they made some moves during the season, though, before the trade deadline and bringing in Max Scherzer, and that has paid off for them. It's a move that's paid off for them. But they saw both these teams, they saw that, 
at the beginning of the season, they were having success. And, uh, you know, midseason, long baseball season, 162 games, they had uh, some moments where it kind of dropped off a bit, but they were able to bring it back together in the end, and, and now they're both playing in the World Series. Well, it's like uh, what we have on our Southern Structural Solutions text line from the 501 just says, I think the season is just way too long, which uh, we've heard a lot in baseball. I guess because the months themselves, the time of it, it just goes from what? March to October, essentially, right? Yeah. So each and every year. So you're talking about? April. April. Is it April mainly? Okay. So April to October, if I'm doing math, what is that? Five, five, six months? Think something? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. NBA and, and hockey, uh, NHL, they're longer. Yeah. Because they essentially go from October to June. Yeah. And so they only have a couple of months off of free time, and then they're back at it. Yeah. They're back in, in training camp and getting ready to go for preseason before you know it. Yeah. Which is, I, I see what uh, the 501 saying. I know he's talking more about the games. I assume he's talking more about just the amount of games, which is true. But to me, that kind of makes up for it when it's all very, like, I don't say quick, but it's you know, constant where it's over just a period of time. It's not like, okay, 162 games over a 12-month period or 11-month period or something. It's it's pretty concise, and it, and it moves quickly uh, compared to maybe some of the other sports, too. So that, That's because baseball, they essentially play every day. If yeah. you think about it, they, they go from one series to the next, one city to the next, and they're playing almost every day unless there's some kind of rain delays, and then we know that they go throughout the season making those up and playing doubleheaders. Yeah, which to me, it's... I'm not the biggest baseball fan, but the people that are baseball fans, I'd assume that'd be an awesome thing to have where it's like every night when I turn on my TV, there's some baseball game going on for the most part. Like, even if it's not your team, that having, you know how much I would love to have it to where, you know, for that sixth month period, we'll just say six months, like every day there's like major football going on, like an NFL game every day. I know that's kind of impossible to do, but still, the concept is still there where it's like, man, just imagine how great that would be. That's a cool thing about baseball is that every, nearly every single night during that span that you turn on your TV or if you have the, I don't know what the Major League Baseball equivalent of the Sunday ticket is. I'm assuming they have something to where you can. Yeah, they, yeah, they do. Yeah, it's like league, Extra innings. Extra innings, that's it, yeah. So it's like somebody who has that. I mean, if you're a baseball fan, that's the greatest thing ever. No matter what, you got games to watch, and that's a cool thing. So uh, 162 games is a lot, and it's a lot of players and a lot to keep up with. But, you know, getting to this point and – uh, seeing like these home crowds and the atmospheres that have been at these places, like Philadelphia's crowd last night was incredible. Uh, their fans are just passionate, though. It doesn't matter what the sport is; they oh, yeah. show up. Yeah, but it's just cool to see hanging on every pitch. You know the, the the anxiety that everyone has, knowing that if their team is up or whether their team's down, knowing that this one pitch can just change the entire game, uh, and just the energy surrounding it is uh, just awesome and it's incredible. So. Uh, that's what I love. I mean, baseball is baseball, but when you get to playoff baseball, just the overall surrounding energy behind it is so much better, too. A lot of credit to the Diamondbacks, but the stars for the Phillies, they came up short last night when Bryce Harper, Marsh, they were at the plate with runners on base and runners in scoring position and a chance to get at least get the game tied, and then you know you put yourself in a position to win if you do tie the game. They came up short last night. Yeah, they did, and now they're going home, and the Diamondbacks are moving on. So we got the World Series set, but we have a lot to talk about here on a Wide Open Wednesday. We want to hear from you folks. What do you want to talk about on today's show? Anything and everything, call or text in at 501-661-1037. You can get after us in the Asher Record iFan feedback. After me on Twitter, Buzz John Neighbors. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get to more of your phone calls and messages and more of the great stuff going on in the world of sports next on Out of Bounds. The Buzz is proud to bring you college football talk with Mark May every Thursday morning on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, The Meat People, and by Dugan's Pub, located in the River Market. This 
Texas Sports Center. Last night in the NBA, the defending champion Nuggets beat the Lakers 119 to 107. Nikola Jokic picked up right where he left off in the finals as he had a 29 point, 13 rebound, and 11 assist triple double. In the nightcap, the Suns beat the Warriors 108 to 104 behind Devin Booker's 32 point, 6 rebounds, and 8 assists. Tonight, there will be a doubleheader on ESPN. It'll get started at 6 with the Celtics taking on the Knicks. Then at 8.30, Victor Wimbanyama will make his regular season debut as the Spurs host the Mavericks. The Grizzlies will also play their first game of the season, hosting the Pelicans at 7. You can listen to Memphis all season on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Roger Scott is at it again with his Razorback Song of the Week, presented by Dr. Jimmy Tucker at Ortho, Arkansas. Join Morning Mayhem each week as the smooth, dulcet tones of Roger Scott bring you his Razorback Song of the Week. It's all brought to you by Dr. Jimmy Tucker at Ortho, Arkansas, and your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. We're back with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Great selection here on the lab, but what about my trade-in, Wild Bill? We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. We'll put top dollar in that trade. I'm getting country fried crazy during this sale right now, and I'll tell you what, folks, it's a lot of fun to do business with us. So if you're wanting top dollar for your trade, you need to come see us. You can check out the complete selection online at msastore.com. Better yet, come see us in Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central. You better get down here to Motorsports Authority. Touchdown! Take your yard up to the next level with the Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Insurance deny you coverage on that roof? You won't be denied at Shamrock. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof absolutely free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com where one call does it all. I know when we can finally catch them Duke boys. <laughs> I love it. You got a new speed trap, Roscoe? No, boss. They'll be listening to Guatney Unplugged on Saturday at 9 a.m. on the bus. I'm going to cuff them and stuff them. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Do you need Rainwater Holt and Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8 888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Without a plan, the future is just what happens to you. In some ways, you can't have a future without a plan, because all you really have is what you're doing now and a hope that it all works out. Don't gamble your financial future on hope. Tune in to the Get Ready for the Future show for straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money. Saturdays at 10 a.m., now exclusively on 103.7 The Buzz. Genma Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Arkansas Army National Guard. Aired by the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and this station. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I gotta <clears throat> ask, because I've always wondered, why did that happen in Fayetteville, Arkansas? What what took you there? It's just visiting, so weird. It's visiting just, friends, uh, okay. but yeah. Dixon Street. Dixon Street? Yeah, yeah. Dixon Street. It was, uh, it'll get you. On 1037 The Buzz.
Wide Open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios. And uh, I got to say, this is uh, we're going to have some tickets to give away today uh, for actually Arkansas and Purdue. Razorback basketball game coming up this Saturday at Bud Walton Arena. 3 o'clock is the first tip. And uh, we'll have a chance to see uh, what this Arkansas team is all about. So we'll have a few of those uh, to give away. And the main reason they're giving them away, Joe, is because uh, not only are they only – they're less than 500 tickets away from a sellout for this exhibition That's game. That's good. And also, uh, Eric Musselman personally challenged me – I don't know why – to help them sell out the arena – to which, <laughs> if I help them in their endeavor to sell out Bud Walton Arena, I get invited to his Halloween party next week. Oh, that sounds cool. So I'm, now I have incentive. I don't even know what type of party it's going to be. I don't know where it's going to be at. I have no idea. But I'm like, you know what? I feel like if Eric Musselman says, hey, if you help me out with this, I'll invite you to the Halloween party. I got to do my part. I got to help out. Yeah, and then the Halloween party is a big deal. If he If he put it out there, you know that it's a big deal. It's something that... They take pride in, they take it, you know, they, they want to have a lot of fun with it. And so to be invited is a big deal. Yeah, could you could you th- even fathom someone like Eric Musselman not having like an over-the-top great Halloween party? Because no, I can't. No, it's, it's going to be lavish, uh-huh. so to speak. Uh-huh. So, yeah, we're going to give some tickets away today to do, do our part to help out uh, in the cause. But, yeah, they have less than, uh, I think they tweeted out earlier this morning, uh, less than 500 tickets available for sale. So $15.00. Is, is all they cost. It, I mean, you can't get a better deal than that, especially to see these two teams play. And uh, you just go to ArkansasRazorbacks.com, and they got, uh, I guess at this point, I don't know when uh, they run out, but they'll usually send a tweet out when they say that they're sold out. <laughs> they'll, they'll want everybody to know that that's the case. Um, but we'll do, yeah, we'll do some giveaways for that and have some fun with it later in the show, too. Um, but uh, also on our Southern Structural Solutions text line, uh, we're talking about baseball and the seasons and the length of them and everything. And from the 501 says, I think that that's what makes a football season a little bit more special and anticipated is, uh, I assume he's talking about with the, the shorter uh, time frame, but also the lesser amount of games where, you know, each and every game means a lot more and each and every weekend means a lot more. So uh, I agree with that. I think that there's something to be said where, you know, every single, for the most part, every single weekend, you know, you're going to have your team playing and football in general just playing, and then you get your break in the week, and then you come back, and it, it makes it a little bit more special because of how more, quote, rare it, that it is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, you know, that whenever you play less games, then uh, everyone, every game is more meaningful. It, mm-hmm. it always is. And that's why uh, you see emphasis in certain sports and not in, in other sports. Not to say that they don't take it serious, but they know that they have – plenty of of time to make up and and uh if there's error on their part that they can change it in a hurry when you don't play as many games then you can't do that yeah because when did the nba expand to 82 games how long ago i mean i know that's like it's been 82 since i can remember yeah but, uh, yeah um i would have no idea yeah. with that because i because the reason i ask is with the nfl expanding to having one more regular season game here recently where it went from 16 to 17 like uh, that, like that's a huge deal. Even though it just seems like one game, like that's a huge deal. Where I'm sure it's comparable to whenever the NBA expanded to the amount of games that they play now, or even Major League Baseball when they expanded to the amount of games that they play now. I'm sure, it's a huge difference. Yeah, they added eight games. They went from 154 to 162. So, eight games makes a, a huge difference in uh, in an MLB season. And there have been plenty that have argued they maybe they need to go back to 154 or go back to even less than that. But then you're talking about with so many years, so many seasons of records, now that's going to be in jeopardy of not even coming close to them. And then with NFL, for example, you have certain records that are in in jeopardy that they're going to fall, but you are playing an extra game. So do you have to put some kind of asterisk on that to say that, well, this record was broken with an extra game? They're not going to do it. It's just going to go down as – a record that was broken. Yeah, because, I mean, all professional sports, it could be wrong, they've all expanded their games. You know, they've all expanded the amount of games that they've played, and they've just kept up with the records. So it's just something you're going to have to deal with. I, my only question is I, when I hear people bring back, oh, you know, scale it back a little bit, I was like, do you think the players are going to be like, okay, well, then you can pay me less because I'm playing less games? Think you can take money now out nah, of my contract? No, nah, they're not going to do that no. at all. And no. then 
whenever they have those discussions about adding more games, that's something that held it up with the NFL was that uh, the players were saying, you want us to play more games, but you're not going to pay us more to play more games. That mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. No, not at all. By the way, Christian Weaver just texted me said, 1967 was when the NBA expanded. Before it. any of us were around. Yeah, so that's, at least their records are going to be pretty pretty solid if anybody ever breaks them, considering, what is that, like 50 years, 60 years almost of uh, being able to have the same amount of regular season games. Yeah, so any record that you break in the NBA regular and, season, you're and, good. And when I say any of us, I mean you, me, and Christian. All of not us. That, not right. that anybody else out there, <laughs> yeah. somebody's going to call or send a message and say, no, I remember that, and uh, I was watching in 1967 yeah. whenever they made the change. Yeah, like, yeah, we, we were talking about the, the, the three of us. Yeah, that was way, way before then. Uh, it's going to go to Ronnie and Hot Springs. Uh, but we do have uh, some other uh, people in the uh, Sun Structural Solutions text line. Comes from the 501. Says, how about those Lakers stinking it up last night against the reigning <laughs> champs, the Denver Nuggets? Their performance put me in a Halloween mood, which was horrific. <laughs> Man. They, they put the Lakers in that position every year. We talked about it yesterday where they give them probably the biggest challenge to begin the NBA season. But we saw last year that with some of the moves they made, especially at the trade deadline, they started the season 2-10 and 10 and everything seemed lost at that point that they weren't even going to come close to making the playoffs. And with the moves they made, they got it completely turned around, and they played in the Western Conference Final. Yeah, and do you think anybody remembers or cares what they did in that you know, that opening game or in that position? Like, no. Like, I've, I've laughed with, uh, like, I guess Charles Barkley last night was talking about the Warriors and their performance and, and, and having some fun with that. Like, I just, I, again, we talk about how many games there is and, and just – the time and how everything can change. I just don't know how much you can really take from that opening game, especially against high-quality opponents and, and good-quality opponents. Like, How much can you actually take from it to say, oh, I don't, I don't like this team, or oh, I don't, I don't know how they're going to look. <laughs> it's like, man, at the end of the day, if you got superstars, if you got players, if you got guys, then odds are you're going to be just fine and you're going to be in good shape. The Warriors do have um, an issue. Like he pointed out, there's age. The Lakers have age also, but as he pointed out, there's that. And then the fact that they're not the biggest team. Now, we have seen them use that to their advantage as a younger team, not being the biggest team, and they can get up and down the court. But to Barkley's point, when you get older, you're not running around as fast. And then if you are playing against size, if that's something that's a disadvantage to you, then it becomes a bigger deal. Well, it's like uh, I got the clip, I guess, uh, here from Charles Barkley talking about Golden State Warriors. So uh, later tonight... Phoenix Suns, Golden State Warriors in San Francisco. I'm really looking forward to watching the Suns play. Yeah, I mean, now you got Frank Vogel as their head coach. Frank Vogel, who got, got jobbed by the Lakers, and they blamed everything on him and Russell Westbrook. I'm really looking forward to watching the Suns. They did a great job going out getting Bradley Beal and, and, and making their bench. I'm Bradley, not worried too Bradley much. Bradley Beal questionable yeah, uh, he, tonight, yeah. yeah, with low back. But, and the Warriors, aren't, the Warriors are the fourth best team in California. In my Ooh, opinion. That stuff. So you don't, why do you not think much of Golden State? Old people. Old people don't get better. They just get older. Uh, I just don't, I don't like, uh, I think, I, I just don't like their team going forward. They've had a great run, great organization, but the, the Lakers, Sacramento, and the Clippers are all better than the Warriors. So there you have it. I'm, uh, Charles Barkley, fourth best team in the state of California, pretty much. And it, that we know that Barkley does that. He's mm-hmm. going to give his opinion. He's going to be maybe step out on an island and be a lot different than what everybody else is thinking. But we we expect that from him. And if he's right, he's going to hear about how right he is. If he's wrong, <laughs> he definitely is going to hear about how wrong he was. Yep. But he's entertaining, and that's all that matters. He's interesting and he's entertaining at the end of the day. Uh, but yeah, last night you had the Nuggets take care of business against the Lakers, one nineteen to one oh seven. And then you had the Suns go on the road and defeat the Warriors 108-104. to And at least uh, in the game of the Warriors, even though they got the loss, and it's weird seeing against Chris Paul on the, on the Warriors after uh, being so used to where he's been at before. But still, uh, for those of you who are uh, Razorback fans wondering about Moses Moody, he got in the game, played 18 minutes, uh, actually went 4 of 6 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3-point land, finished with 11 points with 3 rebounds and 3 steals and a block shot. So nice little... 
Nice little minutes and efficient minutes out of Moses Moody coming off the bench for the Warriors. And that's that's what they need more of, and that's why Barkley said he doesn't know about them going forward because we we know you know the focus is always going to be on Steph, Clay, Draymond, and then they added Chris Paul, who is an older player too. But um, you know that's where it needs to come from. Moses Moody, uh, Kaminga, who they had big expectations for, but some of the young players that we've seen come in, and there's a lot that you know they they're wanting them to take them into the next few years and kind of let you know the core group not that they're going to get rid of them but just kind of they want them to take the reins kind of what lebron is saying to ad he's saying that ad is the face of the lakers and that ad is the guy on the lakers he's trying to pass the torch to ad because lebron played less than 30 minutes in last night's game and he was asked about that and he said that they have a plan in place. That's something that he and Darvin Ham have talked about. He doesn't know exactly what the minutes are going to be, but they want to be able to, to rest him and uh, keep his body as healthy as possible. And then when they need him, when it counts the most during play season, during a stretch run, that's when he'll be at his best. Because what holds LeBron now at this point? 30. He'll be he'll be 39 in December. Okay, 39, still playing at a high level. I think that uh, he's earned his right. He's like, you know, there's a lot of players that have earned it, but he's definitely earned his right to kind of, hey, he knows his body better than anybody else. He knows what uh, he can and can't do. And, you know, being with, I'm sure, communicating with the coaching staff and everybody involved, he's like, this is uh, this is what's going to be best for me and getting me ready for the most important stretches of the season, too. So he's a pretty smart guy. He knows what he's doing. But I also want to give a shout-out to uh, Ricky Council, uh, the former Razorback. He has signed a two-way contract with the 76ers. So congratulations to uh, Ricky Council, the fourth. Uh, you know, those two-way contracts are uh, always pretty interesting, but I know it's uh, anytime you can be able to have opportunities to, to get into the NBA and be a part of any organization and uh, to have that opportunity is really cool, especially as a rookie. So congratulations to Ricky Council. Yeah, that'll be good. He's uh, continuing to get better. We saw that with him. From his time in leaving Arkansas and playing in the summer league, we saw that his shot got better in just that little little time. Even going to the NBA draft combine, you could tell that he put a lot of work into making that shot better. Yeah, he's uh, he didn't get handcuffed or what was uh, that Jordan Walsh called it that everyone was all up in oh, arms yeah, the about. Handcuffs were off yeah. at that point. Yeah, handcuffs were off. Suddenly, you can go out there and start uh, making some buckets. That's that's what they needed to do. Uh, also from uh, our Southern Structural Solutions text line. By the way, folks, if you're going in on our Asher Wrecker, just as a heads up, uh, our Asher Wrecker life and feedback is down right now, at least according to uh, our uh, people there working on it. So if you're trying to message us in there and it doesn't get through, try our Southern Structural Solutions text line instead at 501-661-1037. Dakota says, I know there's not a lot of hockey fans in the state, but that frozen frenzy, frenzy last night was really awesome. Yeah, it was. It w- it was really cool because ESPN had a couple of games on. They had a triple header, actually, I believe. Had a triple header to counter what TNT had with the NBA double header. But then when you went to ESPN2, they were just flipping around to every game. And then if you had ESPN+, Plus, of course, you had access to every game. And they said it's the second time in the sports history that all the teams have played on the same day. Hmm. See, that's... That's the cool stuff with the uh, hockey season itself because we're talking about how long it is. Because when does because when does the hockey? It just I feel like hockey just ended. Like you know, like if you feel about seasons that go for a certain period of time, like we talked about, I feel like hockey might be the one where they go I, the longest for sure. Yeah, and I just I, what was it two months ago, three months ago? June. So so they're on the same time as the NBA, where it okay. goes from October to June. But sometimes you'll see hockey last a little bit longer. And then even this year, they started a week sooner. Okay. See, that that's must have been what uh, was throwing me off. Because if it's in June, yeah, I guess it is the same amount of time as uh, the NBA. But it just gives that feel. gives that feel that that's, uh, that's been the case. But um, 501 says from our Sun Structural Solution, I guess Ethan says, how is Jordan Walsh doing and what team is he playing for in the NBA? Well, he's playing for the Celtics. And uh, you know he's doing well enough to be on the team. And I guess we'll find out today or tonight when the Celtics play, because uh, you only had four teams go last night. And uh, we'll see uh, how much of a role he'll play on the team, not only this season, but maybe he gets in a little action tonight and see what he's capable of. But uh, from what we've heard, at least from what I've read about him, they've been very happy with what he's done with the Celtics. Just try to, He's just got to get those opportunities to continue to get better as a player. Celtics always, they, they always have a lot of depth on that team, especially in the last few seasons. 
And so um, we know how good Jordan Walsh can be for defensive purposes, but will they actually play him for that, or are they just continuing to develop him with his offensive game, and maybe he'll see the court in some spot situations because of him developing on offense and continuing to get better there. But we know that when he gets on the court, as, as far as being a defender, he's really going to be able to help him out. Oh, yeah. he's He's got the, the length and athleticism. We saw a little bit of it when he was here at Arkansas. And uh, it's it just really crazy to think about when he's just, what, 19 years old, maybe 20, and he's going to be playing for the Boston Celtics in the NBA. You know, it just shows you how much uh, – how much time he has still to develop and still to get better and, and time to grow and plenty of times to do that. And just, uh, I think he'll be a, a really great player for him. And hopefully, hopefully that'll uh, end up happening where he stays with the team and has a lot of success with it too. And let's see, uh, 870 says, so just got, so just got fun. Uh, it says, if everyone would have stayed at four years at Arkansas, we could have had a starting lineup of Jalen Williams, Moses Moody, Trevin Brazil, Nick Smith, and Anthony Black. Well, uh, well, sure. I mean, you, I, who's to say that you would pick those four players or those five players to go for four years? That stuff just isn't happening. But four of those yeah. guys that are, um, uh, you know, we talk about pro hogs in the NBA and easy. Thanks to easy, he just sent a list. There's ten altogether of pro hogs in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually, well, technically, because I guess eleven now that Ricky Council has been added to an NBA roster. So yeah, eleven total, which is great. Again, just a few years ago, really before Eric Musselman arrived, um, it, it just felt like there was Patrick Beverly, Bobby Portis, and, and, that, and that was like it. You know, he just felt like that was the only Arkansas Razorbacks in the NBA. But the fun thing is, is that for this uh, Razorback basketball ticket giveaway against Purdue, we're going to ask a trivia question in the next hour, and it's going to have to deal with the Pro Hogs in the NBA currently. So just keep that in mind and uh, try to keep that into consideration because as we know joe when it comes to everything in any sport especially the college level the recruiting you can have all these other things but people want to get to the next level and the more players that arkansas gets into the nba and that are currently playing in the nba is just going to be what players want to see if they want to come to your school because it shows that hey you come through here we get you ready we get you set and we get you to the next level in the nba that's why they make a big deal of it you see that those players, their pictures are big on the walls, and so whenever they bring recruits in, they see that as part of the process going through recruiting. They see that the players that have made it to the next level, and they realize that going there, there's a path. That, and especially playing for a coach like Coach Muss, who has been on that level, it just adds to the overall recruiting process. Oh, yeah, it only makes it easy because all you got to do is just say, hey, Look at these guys. Look at this Anthony Black guy that got drafted as a lottery pick. Look at uh, you know, Nick Smith, and look at Jordan Walsh, and, and look, even look at the guys that didn't get drafted, like a Stanley Amude, like a Ricky Council. You know, guys that didn't get drafted still getting those opportunities in the NBA. So, just as uh, it's one thing that everybody wants to have and wants to be their dream, and your coach that brings them in, it's great. Not only do they showcase Arkansas athletes, you see them on the recruiting visits, but then Coach Muss, he's gonna. He's going to put the other guys out there that he's coached, the Martin Twins, that oh, yeah. are in the NBA and have a lot of success before he even got to Arkansas. Oh, yeah. He's going to he's going to make sure any and every player that's even had any sort of hand in them uh, getting to the next level, he's going to promote that, But as he should. That's the way he's got to do. So, anyways, uh, we got a lot more to talk about, though. we got what's trending in the world of sports coming up next on Out of Bounds, and we'll get to more of your phone calls and text messages, so stay with us here on a Wide Open Wednesday on Out of Bounds. I thought I was going to have to go through a hip replacement or some painful, unsuccessful surgery or be crippled the rest of my life. Electrical engineer Dan Vogler had awful arthritic pain in his hips, pain that not only affected him physically, but also emotionally, and it spilled over even to his relationships. I was almost mean. If you're in pain and other people don't sympathize with it, you're lashing out at the wrong people. But then Dan found QC Kinetics with the latest advances in regenerative medicine, non-surgical treatments with lasting relief. 
felt immediate relief. I mean, within half a day, much of the inflammation and pain was down. And today, Dan says he's totally pain-free, living the life he wants. At the end of the fourth treatment, I felt pretty much healed and enthused and was raving about QC Kinetics. I can recommend them highly to anyone. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get Stacked. Two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. Of course, you have many options when it comes to great dining options downtown. But there's only one, Dizzy's Gypsy Bistro. Still offering a wide selection of all your favorite special craft cocktails, including beer and wine. And a menu featuring gourmet salads and delicious pastas. And Dizzy's is also the multiple-time winner of the World Cheese Dip Competition. With a dog-friendly patio, a funky eclectic atmosphere, and room for large parties with reservations, Dizzy's will have you coming back again and again. Since 1995, Dizzy's Gypsy Bistro. DizzysLR.com. Jim Gaffigan here with some more Straight Talk. Now you can get a Walmart Plus membership, plus not pay for it, because it's included with Straight Talk wireless plans. You get free delivery with Walmart Plus, plus a Paramount Plus subscription included. Plus, you pay less for gas. That's a lot of pluses. Only Straight Talk gives you unlimited 5G data and Walmart Plus included on select plans for free. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Requires service on gold or platinum unlimited. One offer per eligible account. Paramount Plus essential plan only. Separate registration required. Additional terms apply. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. But not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com free. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. It's just an acre for Coffin by Design West. Shop with the local folks and get exactly what you want. You can also shop from the convenience of your own home by going to KaufmanLumber.com. There's an online store with over 800,000 items in inventory that can be delivered straight to your front door. Items in inventory include everything from hardware to housewares, heating and cooling supplies, lawn and garden tools, sporting goods, store and office supplies, and there's a huge range of products in each area available. So go by their store in West Little Rock at 14900 Cancel Road or do your shopping online at KaufmanLumber.com. Make your tailgate the party of the parking lot by getting the best meats in all of Arkansas at Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Dean's going to throw, and it's intercepted at the 15. Spence has picked it off, and he's going to go the distance. 50, 40, 30, 20. Brad Spence to the house. And intercepts in return for a score 85 yards in his first game as a Razorback. How about that? On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market, been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. You can trade in a cell phone and get some down payment allowance at Guadney Chevrolet. Current cell phone is $500, flip $550, brick $600. A bag phone is $700 and down payment allowance. You can take advantage of no payments for the rest of the year. 23 Silverados at 0% with approved credit. 2.9% is available on 2024 Equinox. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuadneyChevrolet.com. Even get a deal started on GuadneyChevrolet.com before making a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. 
But on GuadneyChevrolet.com, you can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise the vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. It is Wide Open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. Going to Pat Bradley, thanks to Motorsports Authority, joining us here in about 15 minutes. Uh, there's plenty of going on, especially in the basketball world. Talk with uh, PB on uh, because let's, let's be honest, it's a it's a time that you got to get excited for. Whether it's the NBA or whether it's college basketball, it's going to be upon us. And uh, let's see a few people though on this unstructural solutions text line. Uh, let's see. Okay, this one comes from the 501. It says I love the show. Keep up the good work. Small world, John. My coworker is a mayhan and knows you a bit. Well, there's a lot of mayhands, like a lot of mayhands from the uh, Rabbit Ridge crew. So, yeah, he says, also, I will be in a movie coming out soon called Iron Claw. I'll be happy to come in before it comes out on December 22nd and talk about it or in another movie and TV shows that I've been in as a background actor. So, we'll listen to that. We have actors listening to the show this today. <laughs> movie actors and television shows. Well, whoever you are from the 501, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is. That's pretty cool. Um, we, we have one also on the stream that says, love the show, keep up the good work, go Hogs, bring on basketball. Yeah, there you go. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I was I was actually, uh, this just reminded me of, like, we've had a lot, I mean, when I say a lot, obviously not as much as, like, California and stuff, but for a state like Arkansas, there's been quite a few pretty famous movies and television shows that have been filmed here in the state that people got to be extras in. Because um, uh, what was the movie with Matthew McConaughey? Was that... Was that Mud? Was that what that that was the one that got filmed here in Arkansas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mud was here in Arkansas. Yeah, I had a had a buddy of mine, uh, actually Lynn Ann, who's come in before. It's her husband. He was uh, he was an extra in that movie, and they used his vehicle. So uh, like that, you think about Sling Blade. I know that was filmed in Arkansas, and um, you know various shows. I think True Detective, one season was uh, filmed in Arkansas. So that's a, that's a pretty cool thing that uh, you get to. Have the movies there, and they rely on the locals here to be in the extra, uh, be extras, and uh, that's I don't know, that's just always so really cool. The film festival here has done a great job of bringing in the the movie sets and uh, having some locations here in Arkansas, but also having some local actors take part, and then there's always going to be opportunities for extras whenever they bring the movies in. I know. I still am bummed that I was unable to be the extra i don't even know what the official title was i don't even know if it was technically a role but in the movie greater i had a chance i was in college and i couldn't get there because i was on spring break yeah just whatever that means nobody cares but still uh also from the 501 says john apparently there was some mass confusion in the morning show today when it insinuated that houston nut was fired from the u of a didn't houston nut resign so if true that means he wasn't fired correct now many coaches get three million dollar handcuffs to walk away with either, then accept a new job at Ole Miss in less than 24 hours. Yeah, that was the golden handcuffs from John White, who was the uh, chancellor at the time at the U of A. They, he, Houston Nutt officially resigned, but they paid him as if he got fired. It, it was it kind was of a crazy thing. That they yeah. came to. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that is rare. That's something you don't see happening. But there are uh, other occasions maybe that could be pointed to, but it is a rarity. Yeah, no, almost never seeing that anymore. And I remember how absurd it was, Joe, that a coach was getting $3 million not to, not to coach anymore. Are you kidding me? What kind of craziness is that? $3 million. They get about 20 to 50 now, Yeah, if not more. Yeah, let's say talk to Jimbo. Jimbo Fisher out there is going to get just everything he's ever wanted when it comes to his money. But, yeah, that's <laughs> – yeah, so hopefully that clears it up is that he officially resigned, but they paid him as if he was fired. So it, both parties were looking to move forward, you know, departing ways and whatnot. They uh, didn't want to fire him, so they just had him. Re- so he officially resigned. That's how he's able to take the job at Ole Miss, which I think he took like I don't think it was the next day, but it was very quickly afterwards. Because they were already in a working. So smart yeah. people on both sides. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's the thing about buyouts too. They always laugh about with things. I'm like, man, it ain't my money they're using to get a buyout. Like if that's what they agreed to and they could afford to pay it, then it, fine. It, it is some, but it, it's a small portion. <laughs> yeah, but it's not, whatever uh, people decide to donate to the university, it does go towards that. But yeah, in all aspects, is not your money. So yeah, you know, it, nobody should be upset about how much coaches are getting paid because 
It's about what the market is. Yeah, that's why I always laugh about with uh, some people who have like called and texted. And this goes for every coaching search, not just unique to anything that's ever happened at Arkansas. But I always laugh about you know, people saying, oh, we're paying $6 million for this coach to do this, this, this. And I'm like, okay, so if he was making $3.5 million, you wouldn't still be mad? No, you'd still be mad that they weren't winning. Like It wouldn't be like, oh, well, what do you expect? We're only paying him $3.5 million. Of course he's going to go 2-6. and six. It, like, it depends on what the market is, and, and you're not going to see that happen anyway. But in that case, just the example, if a coach is making $3.5 million and the next lowest-paid coach is making like $7 mil, then you're talking about an extreme circumstance, which is not going to happen. But if that is the case – then it would turn to, yeah, what do we expect? Because he is the lowest paid coach by far. Yeah. Well, I, I just look at it as it's not my money. That's technically, it's not like if they have to give Sam Pittman or whoever a raise, they're not knocking on my door, calling me up, saying, like, hey, we're going to need you to, to pay more. It's like it, it's not happening in that direct response. But at the same time, it doesn't, I really have never cared about how much a coaching coach gets paid as long as they win. And if they're not winning, I don't point to that as a problem. I don't say, like, well, they're making this amount of money. It's like, no, because they got that amount of money at the time and what the market called for. And, you know, after Sam Pittman won nine games, for instance, which we'll talk about this more with Hutch later in the show because he's got a great write-up about the buyout uh, for Sam Pittman and for Dan Enos. But I've just never looked at it as, oh, it's a problem now, but if it was a million dollars less, it'd be okay. But then if it was a million dollars more, like, it's about the market. It's about where you're at. And at the end of the day, you just want to win, regardless of how much a coach is making, you want to win. But you want to reward coaches if they win. That's what the buyouts are for. The buyouts are to protect the schools from a coach just coming in, turning everything around, and just leaving right away and leaving them high and dry. You know, another school would have to pay a certain amount to be able to come get that coach. It protects the school in that sense. and protects the coach, on the other hand, by when they do get fired, if it comes to that, then they walk away with something for putting in the time, the effort, and everything it takes to go into coaching. And so that's what the buyout originally was for. Now the amounts that are paid out, people can argue about that and think that it's too much, but that's kind of where it is now. I know, and it makes it frustrating to almost keep up with and to see when certain coaches get signed for certain contracts. You know, people say how bad this contract was. Well, in hindsight, it made sense at the time. I mean, that's stuff that's above my pay grade. And, you know, I just want to win. I don't want everybody to win. And I want everybody on the kill of my team to win. That's what I'm saying. But it goes back to my point of I just don't care as long as you win. I don't care how much money you're making or you're not making. I don't care how much the buyouts are or whatever. As long as you're winning, as long as the results are coming in, that's what matters the most. But that's, it only gets brought up when things are going bad. But still, we have a lot more to talk about in the second hour of Out of Bounds coming up next. We'll have Pat Bradley joining us, thanks to Motorsports Authority. And we'll keep it moving on a wide-open Wednesday on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Landon Jackson joins Morning Mayhem each Friday, presented by Arkansas Storm Shelters, serving Arkansas for 16 years. Find them at ArkansasStormShelter.com. The Arkansas Outdoor Expo is coming to Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock, October 27th through 29th. Tour over 50 fully staged RVs and take advantage of special RV expo pricing on the top RV floor plan.